A shout out to our newest Patreon donors, JR from Old Lyme, Connecticut, and Nora from Ponte Vedra, Florida. That's now six out of 10 donors, only four more donors to a second bonus episode. We can do it. Thanks, Bedtime History fans. Close your eyes and imagine that you've traveled with your family to Italy. You visit a popular tourist spot to check out one of the most famous buildings in the world, the Leaning Tower of Pisa. As you approach the tower, you can see that it's leaning over at a strange tilt. How is this tower even standing? It has white pillars and arches. It leans in an angle that's scary, but you can see that it's held up by large metal wires pulling against its weight. Your family decides they're going to go inside to explore. It sounds a little risky to go inside the tower. Will you go inside too? The Leaning Tower of Pisa is one of the most famous buildings in the world. It's a freestanding bell tower in the cathedral of the Italian city of Pisa. A cathedral means a church that has a section where a religious leader, a bishop, lives inside. The tower is known around the world for its strong lean. The tower leans at an angle of four degrees. The lean is due to a foundation that is not stable. The Tower of Pisa is 183 feet from the ground on the low side and 186 feet on the high side It has 295 steps to the top level. The tower first began to lean during the time it was built in the 12th century. This happened because the ground that the tower was built on was soft and could not properly support the weight of the huge tower. Throughout the building of the tower, the leaning only got worse, and it continued to lean more over the next few hundred years. By 1990, the tilt had reached five and a half degrees. This was so far over that the Italian government decided to add extra support beams to help stabilize the tower. Their work was successful and after eight years of extra work, the tilt of the building was reduced to four degrees. There's some mystery around who designed the Leaning Tower of Pisa. For many years, people thought that the architect was a man named Bonanno Pisano. This was based on a piece of metal found in the earth at the base of the tower. But later scientists concluded that a different man named Diotisalvi was the actual architect and that Pisano likely just made the door frame. This was due to the fact that the tower is very similar to at least two other buildings that Diotisalvo designed in Pisa. Pisa was built in three stages over almost 200 years. In the year 1172, a woman named Donna Berta di Bernardo inherited a large sum of money from her husband. She gave some of the money to the local opera house in Pisa and used the rest towards buying a few new stones that are still part of the base of the bell tower. One year later, the government had enough money to hire a crew of workers to continue to build the tower. The government had more money than in recent years due to the fact that the army 
had successfully taken over some additional areas. The crews started by building the foundations of the tower. Later that year, they laid the ground floor of the tower with white marble. This ground floor has a blind arcade. This means that the bottom has columns with classical looking arches, but the other side of the arches have no actual openings. Instead, it's just a hard surface of a wall with arches that are decorative or there to make it look nice. About 400 years later, a man named Giorgi Vasari wrote that Guglielma, together with sculptor Banano, laid the foundation or base of the bell tower in the Tower of Pisa. The tower began to sink after construction had progressed to the second floor in 1178. This was because the foundation was not built to be high enough. It was only three meters high, which was very low for a tower of that height. Unfortunately, the tower was set in weak, unstable soil or dirt. This was a problem that was there right from the beginning. Because the tower started to sink, the people who were building the tower stopped construction. It sat there for almost 100 years with nothing being done. The country that the tower was in was called the Republic of Pisa. The Republic was almost constantly battling with the neighboring countries of Genoa, Lucca, and Florence. The 100 years that the tower sat there was actually a very good thing. This allowed time for the soil underneath the tower to settle or become more stable. If the original crew had carried on building that tower, the tower would have most definitely fallen over. In 1264, the tower construction had finally moved along far enough that the main architect at the time hired 23 workers to go into the mountains close to Pisa and cut marble. After the marble was cut out of the mountain, they used it on the tower. In order to compensate or counterbalance for the tilt, the designers built the upper floors of the tower with one side taller than the other. For this reason, the tower is actually curved today. The seventh floor was finished in 1319, and then the bell chamber was finally added in 1372. After the Tower of Pisa was finished, the tower was admired by many and has had many famous visitors. It is believed that Galileo dropped cannonballs off the tower to show the law of freefall, a famous law in physics. During World War II, the Allies, Americans and English, thought that the Germans were using the Tower of Pisa as a watchpost. A U.S. Army sergeant was sent to find out if German troops were in the tower. He was so impressed by the beauty of the tower that even though he found that there were Germans in there, he held back on ordering an air attack to save the beautiful tower from being destroyed. There have been many attempts to restore the tower to a straight, standing position, or at least to keep it from falling over. In 1964, the Italian government raised money to restore the tower again and stop it from falling over. The government wanted it to become more stable, but it still wanted the tower to have a tilt. They realized that the tilt was what made the tower famous. It helped attract tourists or visitors from other places to visit Pisa, so why fix it? The tower was closed to visitors in January 1990 due to the collapse of another tower nearby. It scared the Italian government that the same thing might happen to the Tower of Pisa. They removed the bells to take some of the weight out of the towers. 
They also cinched cables around the third level of the tower and anchored the cables hundreds of meters away. People who lived in homes nearby were told to leave to make sure they wouldn't be hurt if the tower ever fell over. Later, the Italian government added almost 900 tons of lead counterweights, or weights on the other side of the tower to help counterbalance the weight on the leaning side. This helped straighten the tower a bit. They also removed soil underneath to raise the side of the tower to help prevent the collapse of it. This helped to make the tilt of the tower a safer angle, and this method worked. The tower's tilt was reduced by almost 18 inches, returning to its 1838 position. Finally, after 10 years of work to rebuild the tower and make it more stable, the tower was finally reopened to the public in December 2001. The government declared that it was now stable for at least another 200 years. Would you like to visit the Leaning Tower of Pisa one day? If you do visit, would you be brave enough to go inside? I hope you get a chance to visit it one day, whether you go inside or not, and I'd love a chance to visit it someday too. We hope you enjoyed this episode about the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Be sure to check in next Monday for a new episode.